week in review, Monday, May 22nd, 2023. I'm gonna jump into a couple comments and then we'll uh, dive into the rest. Marina de Oliveria, thanks for the update as always. Questions regarding the healthcare providers level one. We hosted one at our gym in London, but it's no different than a regular level one. So I'm not sure what the people attending got out of it in comparison to attending a regular level one. In other markets like Brazil, maybe where the healthcare system might be have a different structure and might make more sense. I'm not sure how it is in the US and what feedback is having on a separate level one for healthcare provider, thank you. So at this point, the healthcare provider level one is really, um, it's exactly a level one, but it's about bringing the doctors and or healthcare providers together to attend it with like-minded individuals to help with their networking and discussing um, their plights with CrossFit in their field. So um, at this point, it is not a different level one. Maybe down the road, we can tweak some things to customize it for that audience. Um, so, and I don't think we advertise it. I'm pretty sure we don't advertise it as a unique offering for doctors. Um, so if we do, I'll, I'll take a look into that and make sure it's not misleading in its application. Second comment, Karmic Narat, fantastic interview with Jocko. I was introduced to Mark Twight when I joined the Navy, 2007. Lots of Jim Jones workouts. Later we moved to a CrossFit platform for reasons you covered. I really appreciate your candor and answers regarding past service. I am very appreciative of seeing a vet move forward and what you bring to the table. Your perspective on family and the public facing social media is spot on. Good leadership leading from the front. Thanks again. Thanks for the, uh, the praise. Um, I was also pretty familiar with Mark and his Jim Jones effort. I was around when uh, he kind of left CrossFit and then did that. Um, and so that was an interesting time in the evolution and history of the early days of CrossFit. We had our first fundamentals one day course for the public this past weekend, Sunday, in um, Dallas, Texas. Bobby Millsaps and Nadia Chatilia led that course. And so what we have is we have this one day course that we created for the Army, for General Donahue. And we're, um, man, we're five months in. We've been doing them every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at Fort Stewart for 50 soldiers each day. and. Um, from that, we decided let's take it to the public market and see how it how it performs there, how people how it resonates with people, how they like it or don't like it. And the first one we did outside of the army was for Rogue, Bill and his crew. Uh, Bill and Katie set it up. We did it for a number of their staff. They loved it. And then we've posted a few in Dallas and in um, Dallas and Philadelphia. And we also have some some coming up in. Uh, in London and a few other places. They're working out on the other side of the wall, so I imagine you hear that too. Um, anyway, so we're gonna post a few more of those. Definitely check it out if you're interested in CrossFit or if you're an affiliate member who's not quite ready for a level one and you wanna spend a day learning about CrossFit and uh, learning the movements from our experts. If you, um, if you, then decide to go to a level one, you can roll the payment, the $350 that you paid for that one day fundamentals course over to a level one. So it's that 350 covers over, carries over to that price. Pretty cool course, I'm really excited about it. I hope um, others in the community find value in it and um, check it out. Thank you, thanks for considering. Uh, semifinals, 
semifinals started this weekend and um, my Instagram, I turned it over to Christine and she used to do posts for me at the games and uh, she used to run my Instagram while I was running the games, she would post. The, um, decided to use her again for that, for that effort here at semifinals and did not, um, there's like no, people, uh, people comment or people think that it's me posting these posts. That is entirely not me or my voice. It's funny, I saw Dr. Sean Rocket, he also posted something um, saying, hey, it's not Dave, and I have no problem with that. It's not Dave, and every post she does, every signature has her name at the bottom of it. It is all her. Um, I actually don't, I have not looked at that account since before semifinal started. So I have no idea what she posts. I give her complete creative freedom. I don't approve any of, of her posts. I don't look at any of her posts. Like I said, I still haven't seen her post to this, to this point, Monday at 5.30 evening Pacific time. I still haven't seen a single post she did. Danielle Brandon actually texted me, I think on Saturday or maybe it was Sunday, I think Saturday. Maybe it was Friday, I don't even know. And she said, oh, thanks so much. That was such a thoughtful post. And I was like, what post? <laughs> and uh, she, she responded with, oh my God, ha, ha, ha. And so like, I'm not seeing anything Christine does. I'm not involved in it at all. And I have the utmost faith in the content she's putting out and uh, the, the way she's representing CrossFit and, and my account. And I distinctly don't want it to be like my post. I don't want it to sound like me. Someone today said, it doesn't even sound like you. I'm like, yeah, that's the fucking point. I don't want it to sound like me. It's her. It's her doing it on my account to kind of give another angle of the uh, of the competition and of that whole aspect, give another view of it, support all the other efforts going on and, and from a different angle. So um, I am not behind Christine's post. I am not the one posting. Christine is doing it and she's doing a great job and she'll do it uh, next weekend too from uh, from the Southern California event. Um, recently listened to, I'm listening to uh, The Case for Keto from Gary Taubes. I read it years ago, re-listening to it after having listened to The Complete Guide to Fasting from uh, Dr. Fung. Both really good books on low carb, high fat, on keto, on and Dr. Fung's The Complete Guide to Fasting. Great book, obviously, on fasting. Um, really got into fasting in all of this uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, I don't know when it was, when I did a, that 35 mile ruck with Thomas DeLauer fasting. So he started coaching me on fasting, which is ironic because years prior, Greg was bringing all these guys around and the fasting thing and that uh, style of um, eating, that prescription, that um, train of thought towards nutrition was really all around the CrossFit ecosystem and leadership and Greg was a big proponent but I didn't get into it at that point. I was starting to do the low carb stuff, high fat, but not really, um, I didn't dive into the fasting. Recently I've been fasting a ton. I fast all the time now. Pretty much skip breakfast all the time so that gives you basically if you finish eating at six o'clock and then don't have eaten again until lunch, that I guess what 18 hour fast and 24 hour fast. I've been doing a lot of 24 hour fast, probably two, so in addition to that, two times, um, twice a week, if not three times a week, and, uh, and still pr trying to do CrossFit at a, at a, with high intensity and still um, 
doing everything else I do and not seeing any issues. Actually, on days I shoot competitions, I will fast for 24 hours and not do anything, not eat anything throughout the, they're not super physical, the style of matches that I do, um, unless, um, unless you talk about the ones where I travel back east and the team matches, those are physical, but the stuff I do locally isn't super physical and have no issues. And I'm continuing, I was talking to DeLauer about this the other day, he asked why, why am I fasting? And, and one of the reasons why, just continuing to experiment on um, how it works, how I adapt to it, how it affects my performance and seeing, um, you know, just want to understand the mechanisms behind it and and uh, the complete effect it has on me personally. So if I recommend it to anyone or if I suggest um, looking into it, I, I at least have an idea of how it affected me. Again, though, all of this stuff, low carb, um, fasting, all these different diets, zone, keto, paleo, every one of us responds differently to carbohydrates and every one of us has a different tolerance for them. So it's, it, that goes a lot into how you can eat and what you can eat. So when you see some of these people eating super high carb, um, they might be able to. You and I probably can't. The majority of the world, especially those who are obese and suffering from chronic disease, are very sensitive to carbohydrate and so should consider carbohydrates and should consider some of these these other options fast forward to the next step that uh, leads me to street parking street parking's coming here this weekend it necessarily doesn't lead me to the street parking but it's tied to what I'm about to say the street parking event is this weekend here at the ranch they have a bunch of their members coming to do kind of a community thing and at this event I am going to debut for the first time this olive oil effort I'm doing. So I've been talking for years about um, selling olive oil. All these other guys in the community, we have people who, Margo kind of started, I think Margo was one of the early ones with the wine, then you had all the coffee guys, now you have a lot of coffee guys. You have Bridges, you had Bailey, you had the Good Brothers, whatever the fuck they call themselves. You have Froning, um, of course everyone sells teeth, a lot of people sell t-shirts, there's also programming, but that's a different thing. But in terms of products, you also have Froning who sells his beef jerky. So for years, those close to me know that I was telling them, I'm gonna do olive oil, I'm gonna do olive oil. And I never really, I looked into it lightly, but I never really did anything with it. At first I thought I wanted to grow um, uh, trees here and do it from top to bottom, but that's really not, it takes a long time to cultivate the trees and get them to where they're um, producing fruit. So that wasn't a realistic um, path to this. So I found a local grower who's uh, 20, 30 minutes away from here. He grows, he has 1,100 trees. He grows the trees, he picks them. He takes them to San Ardo, which is about an hour south of here, and has them milled, and then he bottles them. And then he sells his at local farmer's market. But basically what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna purchase um, olive oil. Again, completely fresh, organic. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking sound like a salesman. Locally sourced and locally produced and packaged. And, um, the first time I debut it and sell it is gonna be this weekend with street parking. And I have a label, which I'm not ready to show yet because we just created it. And so that label will print in the next couple days and we'll put it on and we'll have uh, a super cool, healthy um, fat that all of us can use in our uh, lives. And, and interesting, so you tie this all back to the things I'm into, uh, specifically the way I eat, low carb, high fat, um, and kind of the endurance efforts I do at times and it just fits so nicely into um, who I am and really the community and how we should be eating and what we should be using when we eat. So 
check that out. I'm super excited about that. And what's funny is I re I restarted the process of looking into it right before the Jocko podcast. Um, I met with this guy um, about a week or two before that. And then when I went on it, I ran my mouth and I said to Jocko, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do olive oil. So at that point, I left that interview going, okay, fuck, now I need to do it. So I kind of ramped everything up and um, the, the actual final expression of this, I'm not going to do bottles, I'm going to do tins, which are super cool, but the guy who does this now that I'm partnering with, he does bottles. So about a week ago, which is like 10 or 12 days out from doing the street parking event, I said, hey man, do you have any bottles on hand? He goes, yeah. I said, can you package me, can you bottle up um, 100 bottles of olive oil so I can have it for this event? And so these were bottled from olive oil, from olives that were uh, processed months ago and bottled yesterday and then I went and picked them up today and then they'll be available uh, at that event this weekend so uh, as you can see I'm really excited about that thanks for tuning in um, hope you enjoyed this show and uh, we'll talk to you guys again next week